0: Well, hello again.
1: I'm not sure what happened.
0: I don't know. I Like, I... I... Did it just kick us out?
1: Did did your screen go black? Are you doing it from your phone or uh, your laptop?
0: My laptop.
1: Okay, so yeah, I've had a problem in the past where if people's screen goes black, it kicks them out.
0: Oh, that's weird. It didn't go black, though.
1: Oh, that's... I don't know what happened then.
0: It just hates me. Technology hates me in general.
1: Well... You're going to be a celebrity soon, so you've got to get up there.
0: Oh, okay. Let's do it. Okay. okay.
1: <clears throat> Welcome, everyone, to Lessons with Mike. I'm here today with a very special guest.
0: It's me. It's Shelby. Was I supposed to introduce myself? <laughs> yeah, that
1: way, you know, whatever you, people introduce themselves as, I put as their name. Because I'm. I, I, some people use fake names, and, and some people use made-up numbers. And, you know, you've got to let the people decide what they want to be addressed as.
0: Oh, oh goodness. Okay, well I guess we're going with my name because I already okay. I already said it.
1: We did already say it. Today I've got three asshole stories that we're gonna read about and determine who is the asshole in the stories. Woo! Okay. First story. Am I the asshole for getting a waitress fired? Oh gosh. This happened some time ago. My siblings and I took our mom out to dinner. She lives abroad and was visiting for a few weeks, and this was going to be her last night in the country. We didn't know where to eat, so we drove around the city and decided last minute on an Italian restaurant. For context, this place has no dress code. My siblings and my mom were dressed casually like jeans, shirts, and sneakers. When we entered the restaurant, we were greeted by a waitress who led us to a table. Then she said we can view the menu by scanning the QR code. Shortly thereafter, she left. The same waitress then led a well-dressed couple to the table next to us. She showed them how to use the QR menu, explained the specials, and then brought them water and bread. We were sitting there ready to order, and the waitress wasn't approaching us or anything. She paid no attention to us, and I felt like we were getting ignored because of how we were dressed. After 10 minutes of sitting there, we left, but I made sure to get the name of the waitress. I left a very bad review on the restaurant's Facebook page. Somehow, this waitress found me, and she messaged me that I got her fired. I replied, saying that she deserves it because she gave crappy service. <laughs> So what are your thoughts?
0: Oh I mean, any any time, you know, like as as someone I used to be a a server, you know, we really did have to give great service to everyone. And it didn't matter how they were dressed or how they looked. And I can I can understand being in a restaurant and being like a guest and the frustration of having the person who is supposed to like bring you your food and everything just kind of ignore you so i would say i would say not an asshole because if you're if you're a server you have to give good service or else you're probably gonna get negative feedback
1: see i've never been a waiter but i have been a volunteer server at a lot of fancy rich people banquets and this is just me if i'm server what i would what i would do in my you know manipulative mind i would pay special attention to the people that looked like they could give me better tips so that's probably what was going on there i I mean yeah but still you shouldn't do that
0: no no especially you know whenever there's like a standard like at a, a lot of italian restaurants you know if you get bread right away yeah and I, I don't know, a lot of times whenever I was serving, I found it didn't matter how nicely someone was dressed. You know, some people, the most casual outfits would give me the best tips. So.
1: See, you just have to be nice to everyone.
0: Yeah. And that's that's kind of the thing when you're a server is you do have to be nice to everybody.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like The thing that made me the most upset is how she didn't show them how to use the QR menu. And I mm-hmm. just want to say now, I absolutely hate QR menus. They need to go away. I find them <laughs> And I really don't like them and I'm tired of them. What's wrong with regular menus? We've had that for hundreds of years and it worked fine.
0: So a lot of restaurants, if you just ask for a regular menu, they still have them. (laughs) Like I I was at a nice restaurant with John a couple of weeks ago when we were there for dinner. And they've switched over to the QR, which he hates. He loathes them. And he just asks like, hey, you know, do you have a paper or a physical menu? And most of the time they do, so they'll bring yeah. them one.
1: I do ask when I go eating it uh, for a physical menu. Sometimes, I, usually I get one. Sometimes I haven't, and that makes me sad.
0: Yeah. Ooh, here's a question about the nicely dressed couple she served that I was just thinking. Were they older?
1: Ooh, were they, let's see. Let me go back and see if this thing...
0: Because I can't I can't understand a lot of older couples, you know, they like to get dressed up and go out and then maybe they would need extra help trying to figure out how to use a QR menu.
1: They could be older people. And if that's the case, then I, then I would say not yeah. an
0: asshole or that they would be an asshole. Like just depends. Well,
1: I, I always get frustrated when I see people getting served before me like at a restaurant if I'm there first.
0: But if you're older,
1: then you get a pass. I mean, you're like 90. You're not you don't have the time to wait.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I guess it really just depends on like what was happening in that situation.
1: And and also it's like it's not like you went out of your way to get someone fired. You just left a Facebook review. This is obviously a continuing problem. If someone's going to get fired over one Facebook review.
0: Oh, that's a good point, too. Yeah. Maybe she's had. Or, like, that person has had complaints in the past.
1: Yeah. Interesting. So, I'm going to go with not the asshole for that one.
0: Yeah, not the asshole.
1: Number two. Am I the asshole for not wanting to include my stepdaughter? Oh, gosh. This is a fun one. (laughs) I, a 27-year-old female, am married to a 35-year-old male. He had six kids when we got married, and then we had one together. We have been living together for four years and have been married for two. I love his kids like they're my own, except for one. No. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I love her, but she, a 13-year-old female, is a spoiled brat, and I just cannot handle her. The first year of living in the home, I was getting used to being a stepmom. I was careful of what I said and what I did. Me and his eldest daughter got along good, played football and games together. After the first year, she became combative with me. I expected her to keep her room clean up and keep her room picked up and clean up after herself like the rest of us and that is when issues started appearing because of her mom she has no rules or boundaries and isn't used to it keep in mind my husband and their mom have been separated for eight years an incident a few months ago is when i really started to dislike her i got takeout and her burger had cheese on it even though i asked for none for no cheese on the burger she threw a fit and ran away her mom came to pick her up after i chased her down and she hasn't been back since her mom says it's my fault for not checking the food My husband didn't do anything or say anything about the situation, other than I shouldn't have let his daughter's mom pick her up. I want to enjoy my time with my kids and husband without having to tiptoe around her, because anything I say or do makes her mad, and then she is rude and mean the whole time. My husband doesn't back me up. He says I treat her differently now, and her mom thinks I'm a step-monster since I don't allow her to do what she wants and act how she wants. Now when she comes around, she is spiteful and ignores me. I can't stand being in the same room as her due to her constant attitude. When we plan trips to go camping or do anything fun, it makes me mad when my husband invites her. She hasn't come home in months, only particular activities, and then leaves as soon as we get home. I don't think she should be included at all. I just want her to stay with her mom and basically have my husband leave her out of everything. Am I the asshole for not wanting to include her? The short answer is yes.
0: Yeah. She's a child. (laughs)
1: A (laughs) A 13-year-old child. You're a 27-year-old woman. And you're upset that a 13-year-old occasionally has an attitude about things. I feel like that's all 13-year-olds.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I can understand being frustrated as an adult and a stepmother and your, you know, stepdaughter not respecting you. But I guess sometimes, you know, really, like, you have to build up that respect and trust.
1: These things take time, and... And you didn't have any kids beforehand and he had six. So it's obviously going to be a different process for the older daughter because she's older and more mature as opposed Mm -hmm. to someone who is just now a teenager. The process for them is going to be completely different.
0: Yeah. And I mean, yeah, just kids are kind of handfuls anyways. So
1: yeah, kids are complicated. And the thing is, when you married him, knowing he had six children That's something you signed up for. If that would have been a problem, then you shouldn't have pursued the relationship.
0: For sure. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine, you know, going into a marriage knowing someone has six kids and then, I mean, not for one, not kind of knowing them beforehand, before I married that person, Mm -hmm. but yeah, you're an
1: adult. I hate to break it to you, but you didn't know this. John secretly has six kids, and he hasn't let you meet them yet. Let you meet? Uh, them yet.
0: <laughs> he hasn't let me meet them yet. Um, I think if John secretly had six children, I mean, I don't, I don't know where he'd be hiding them. Because I was, I'm his most serious relationship.
1: Well, let me tell you, John. I'm convinced he has like a very high up government position. he has the resources to hide six children from you
0: i mean you know he does work for amazon so
1: the he's in there with bezos he's got the connections
0: that would be that'd be pretty i don't know i can't imagine John having six kids i feel like he's not quite you know like the level of maturity you get when you become a new parent
1: is does he not have that yet
0: not yet because he also he told me before we started dating that he wanted four kids and I was like oh that's a lot
1: yeah that's 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 four more than the number I want
0: yeah so now anytime we're with our nieces and nephews and like their cousins I will leave him alone with them and say just just sit on that and think about it for a while
1: yeah practice
0: yeah because like I mean I'm the one who kind of has to
1: yeah, you have to go through all the, you know, pain.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, and so I'm thinking like uh, two, maybe three. Three would be good.
1: Here's what you do. You get all four of them at once. Knock it all out.
0: Okay. I, I grew up with my best friends being quadruplets. Okay. And I have so much respect for their mother because that must have been insane.
1: You can name one of them John. You can name one of them Shelby. You can name a second one John, so there'll be two Johns. And the fourth one will be named Mike.
0: Oh. Well, you know, I don't think I'd ever want to have a kid named after me.
1: Oh, yeah. What would you name
0: a kid? So this is, like, a a long-standing debate between John and I. We have, um, the only names we debate on are, like, if we have a son. Because he wants to name if we have a son after his late father which i perfectly understand yeah yeah you know um but i want to name my son after one of my late friends okay yeah but i have this feeling like this suspicion that we're only gonna have girls
1: do you have any brothers
0: no i have a sister and then my mother my mother has a sister
1: okay so it's not looking good for you
0: I know, like I don't know. I just it's this feeling. I think I'm gonna have two girls eventually. Twins. You know what? I wouldn't mind having twins, just for the sake of like, like you said, knocking it all out at once. But also, um, that might be kind of terrifying.
1: To I have think. Twins. It would be so, I can come over and babysit them from time to time. It'll be You're going to
0: come over from out of state to babysit my twins?
1: By the time I get there, you'll have already come back from whatever it was that you needed to babysit <laughs> them. Oh. It'll teach the kids how to survive on their own.
0: Oh, no, Mike, that'd be bad.
1: You'll tell them, be good, kids. Babysitter Mike is going to come any minute now to look after you.
0: I don't know. I might let Kayla babysit them.
1: Kayla's great. She's in another room playing. She's playing Resident Evil or something right now.
0: I have never played Resident Evil.
1: Yeah, she's gotten really into gaming lately.
0: I wish I could get really into gaming, but I have no time.
1: Well, that's because you're like a PhD student at this point, right?
0: I am not. I'm getting my bachelor's next month.
1: (laughs) That's close enough.
0: Real talk, though. I got a job. Oh, that's wonderful. What do you do? Um, I'm going to be a, uh, like an HR generalist for a city. That's wonderful. That's very,
1: very exciting. Congratulations.
0: I'm so excited to make big girl money and spend it all at Target.
1: Yes. And, and here's the best part at this point in the podcast, I'll put like a confetti noise so that. <gasps> we-
0: yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. That'll be cool here. Woo! I'll edit
1: out the part where we're talking about the confetti noise but I'll put and it'll it right just after. be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I'll have to tinker with the volume to get it exactly right. <laughs> but...
0: Yeah, I don't want to blow anyone's eardrums out.
1: So, in conclusion, I think what you need to do this, this, this woman here, I think you need to sit down with your husband, talk to him, and tell him, hey, look, your daughter is not being kind to me. Our relationship is straining, and I know this is not feasible. We need to sit down and fix this. Also, you don't let your daughter run away. I, I, just, I, <laughs> skipped that. I forgot that part for a minute. I was looking I, back at the post.
0: <laughs> I was wondering about that. Like, how far did she run away to where her mother, like, was able to come pick her up? Where does her mother live?
1: I don't know. There needs to be more information because how, how could she just run away and then get someone else to pick her up? It says here, I chased her down. Her mom came to pick her up after I chased her down. That's such a vague sentence. If you're like, already how there,
0: far did you chase her?
1: Did you like let her run away and then give it a minute? And
0: <laughs>
1: two hours later, well, I guess I better go look for her.
0: Because, like, I remember running away as a kid and I always had a destination in mind. It was like my grandparents across the street. So I'm like wondering where did this girl go? How far did she get?
1: Maybe she called her mom to pick her up from somewhere, but this is just so... It looks like, from what the story sounds, she spends most of... The kid mostly stays with the mother, is what it sounds like.
0: In which case, like, lady, you know what? If she's barely there, just...
1: Just deal with it. Like, Or, or
0: maybe, like, make an effort to connect with this kid.
1: Yeah. Like, like
0: compromise.
1: You can't tell a father to just... Hey, you know your kid? Yeah, we're just not going to invite her to things.
0: Yeah, you know your flesh and blood? Let's just uh, nix your her yo- out of the family.
1: Your youngest daughter, whom you love dearly, is no longer welcome here.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, man, that's so. awful.
1: <laughs> right. We have another story. This one is the worst one I've ever seen. By far. Oh, it's the worst one you've ever seen? <laughs> like, out of all the ones I've ever seen, this person is so clearly... This person... ...honestly needs a large object to fall on them.
0: Oh, dear. Okay, go for it. Yeah.
1: Would I be the asshole if I didn't let my mom use a wheelchair?
0: <gasps>
1: <laughs> let me give context. Please. My mom, my mom is my actually my grandma, who is 66 years old. A couple years ago, she had fallen down the stairs and was unable to recover fully. She can stand up, but cannot stand up for long periods. This is the situation... In my high school, I'm going to be a senior in high school this year. I've been part of the marching band since I was a freshman. They have a senior walk at one of the football games for the senior football players, cheerleaders, and marching band members. Everyone walks down to the football field in the line with whoever they want to walk with them as they get recognized as a senior. I want my mom to walk with me, but she has asked if she could be in a wheelchair and that I wheel her across the field. I said that I would rather she walk with me because it doesn't take that long, and it's more of a hassle to use a wheelchair.
0: Oh. Is that it or is there more? That's it. There's no more. Yes, you're the asshole. Oh my gosh.
1: You're not only an asshole. You should be disowned. It's, that, it... That's terrible.
0: I can't imagine, you know, having... Being raised by a grandparent that you look up to as a parent and then, you know, them having done that for you and you being like, well, I would just rather really, you know, you suck it up and try and walk.
1: Yeah, I'm not wheeling you across. That's embarrassing. They might make fun of me. Like, you're a senior in high school. You should know better.
0: Like, if anything, your friends are going to be embarrassed for you that you're putting your mother-grandmother in that situation.
1: I was raised by my grandmother, and if she was ever in a situation where she couldn't walk... I'd be like, no, I'm either going to carry you or I'm going to yeah. put you in a chair.
0: Yeah. I mean, hands down, no questions asked. Like if, if my parent or my grandparent cannot walk, but I want them to go somewhere or do something with me, then yeah, I'm going to find a way to make it happen, but it's not painful for them. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Is this is a know- senior in high school
1: yes i i can't like even when i was a senior i would never that's so stupid that's
0: very selfish oh my goodness kids are kind of terrifying now though
1: yeah it's kids now are a lot worse than kids when i was a kid man i'm, I'm old
0: well how old are you
1: i'm 24
0: yeah that's what i thought you're barely you're barely older than me i'm 23
1: oh i'm older than you i didn't know that
0: You thought I was older than you? I thought you were, like,
1: 26. What the heck, Mike? Um, No. Well, it's your fault I've thought this, because you've never told me otherwise.
0: I'm I'm sure I have at some point told you my age, because I've always known you were slightly older than me.
1: Man. I I just couldn't remember
0: if you were 24 or 25. I was like, he's either, like half a year or a year older than me
1: when i turn 25 for my big quarter of a century blowout party uh you need to come down here no excuses
0: okay when's that gonna be
1: we'll we'll determine that later
0: oh, okay okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> sometime in in january february one of those months we'll figure it out
0: january february march okay yeah so, yeah it- oh my gosh you thought i was super old <laughs> 26 isn't that old. You're right. It's not that old, considering John is, like, in his 30s.
1: <laughs> well, that's really cool, though, that you have such a – someone. Like, he's developed. he's He knows what's going on. He probably has, like, a 401k and stuff. Like, good for him.
0: Man, I hope he has a 401k. <laughs> no, he does. It's okay.
1: Okay, good. <laughs> I, I would have felt bad if he didn't.
0: No, no, it's okay. We are financially um, – all right. That's
1: great. Uh, that's great. John's great. He needs to come down too. <laughs>
0: he's he's an interesting person. If you ever meet him, you'll you'll understand.
1: <laughs> now, now, when John turns eighty and needs to use a wheelchair, you can't let him.
0: No, I have to let him.
1: No, nope, no, nope. you're gonna tell him that it's more inconvenient for you if you if he just walks.
0: To be fair, though, everyone in his family, for whatever reason, they all look. And act a lot younger than they are. So my mother-in-law is turning like 70 soon. And she out parties me.
1: Really? Well, yeah. You're not much of a partier.
0: You're right. I'm really not much of a partier. But I go out and I listen to live music with my mother-in-law. And I drink with my mother-in-law on occasion. And she, she, she dances. She walks like four to five miles a day. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping incredible. John will be like that when he's seventy.
1: That's exactly how Kayla's grandpa is. I took him out to uh to get a drink, me and him once. And he was on his second one. He was like, You want another one? I was like, uh no, no thanks.
0: <laughs> oh, you go out with Kayla's grandpa?
1: Yeah, he's like eighty two. He's the sweetest guy ever.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I wish okay, so get this. Um In John's mom's house, John used to live with his mother, and I used to hang out over there a lot, and there's always been this box on the counter or on the table, and I've always thought maybe it's, like, spices or a candy or something, and so one day I picked it up and I said, hey, John, what's this? Do you know what John said? What did he say? That's my grandma. Oh, no. (laughs) I I was just holding it. Old holding her ashes, yeah, so they keep her ashes in this little box, and I think they've been meaning to, like, go and spread them somewhere.
1: (laughs) We'll get to it when we get to it.
0: But yeah, and so I thought, I thought this is something that belongs in a kitchen. You know, it is an ingredient of some sort, and no, he was like, no, that's just grandma. Hmm. Oh, so, John! What is
1: this spice?
0: It smells so
1: exquisite. Oh, that's, that's Grandma.
0: It's Grandma. Yeah. So that's that's um the extent of the interaction I've had with John's grandparents.
1: You you interacted with them uh from beyond.
0: From the... beyond. <laughs> I felt so bad.
1: No, that's really funny.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's still there too.
1: You, just... okay? Listen, just go to a mountain somewhere and sprinkle.
0: I know, it's at the point where, you know, I have never met the woman, and maybe I'm just gonna, now, no, that'd be bad, though. I think they're planning something special. She wanted something specific, and so they're waiting for the right moment.
1: On her, on what would have been her 100th birthday, that's when they should do it. That'd be really cool.
0: Oh, that's a good idea.
1: Yeah, tell John about my great idea, see if he supports it.
0: Hey, John, okay, yeah. I'm,
1: I know he's not there right now, but.
0: I know, yeah. Poor poor John, working nights.
1: Yeah. But, okay, time to crown the biggest asshole. And uh, I think, without question, it's the, the really spoiled college lady who doesn't want her grandma to use a wheelchair.
0: Yeah. Wait, was she in college or high school? Oh,
1: high school. That's high school, not college.
0: I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, poor, that poor grandma mom.
1: She's like, oh no, I, I don't want to use this this wheelchair it'd be better if we just walked when grand- was that written when was this written let me see
0: Was it like uh, a recent thing
1: no because what i did was i searched for a bunch this was this one was well I, I took the photos of it wednesday so that and on wednesday it was posted 14 days ago so wednesday plus 14 days
0: well you know wherever you are grandma mom i hope you got to use your wheelchair
1: i do i, I really do i hope that the next child you adopt is nicer to you
0: 'Cause I mean, imagine what that girl's gonna feel in like five years looking back.
1: She's gonna hate herself. She's gonna be horrified
0: with herself. <laughs>
1: hopefully, hopefully she grows up and realizes it's a terrible thing to do. And hopefully it's not too late for her to change uh her mind and come to her senses.
0: For sure. Oh my goodness.
1: No no, I know I said I only had three. But that was a lie. I have one more oh read it and this one isn't so much terrible as it is just weird and bizarre okay. so i don't think anyone's mean here i just think this is a bizarre situation so here we go am i the asshole for giving my daughter a stuffed bear filled with human hair <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? whose hair is it
1: my wife and i just had our daughter three months ago our first child My family has a tradition where the firstborn will get a special stuffed animal. I got one from my mother when I was born, who got one from her mother, who got one from her father, and so on. The reason that it's special is because the stuffing is made from their parents' hair. The way it works is that once a child is old enough to start getting their hair cut, the parents save as much of the hair as they can. When the child becomes a parent themselves, the new grandparent will use the saved hair to make a stuffed animal to give to the baby. The hair, and the, child, the hair and the toy represents the new parent's connection to the child and is a tangible measure that shows they'll always be close by. The care taken by the grandparent in collecting the hair and using it to make the toy represents the child's connection to the family history and is a tangible measure that shows the extended family will always support them. In short, the stuffed animal is a way of connecting the new life to their new family. After my daughter was born, my mother spent a lot of time making a stuffed bear from scratch to fill with my childhood hair. She just finished last week. Since my leave from work is just about over, I was excited to give my daughter the bear and share the tradition with my wife. I thought she would think it was sweet, but she blew up at me. Instead of liking the bear, my wife said it was gross and disgusting, that she wouldn't have it around her daughter. I told her our—I told her that it, she is our, our daughter, not just hers, and that there's nothing wrong about my family's tradition. She said it was unhygienic. I told her that it's not. The hair is clean and well-preserved. We argued, and eventually she said if I ever put that thing near her daughter, then she would throw it in the trash. I was shocked. This is something that represents decades of my mother's work and planning and generations of my family's history. I told my wife that if she is so cruel and callous about something that means so much to me, then she's not the person I thought she was. And that's the end of it. Oh. I gotta tell you, my my man, this is something you should have discussed with her quite some time ago.
0: Yeah, that's the kind of thing, you know, whenever you're planning to get pregnant, you mention...
1: By the way, when we have a kid, my parents are going to give it a stuffed animal full of my hair.
0: But, you know, at the same time, I feel like, I don't know. I don't think... It's strange, but I don't think I'd flip out at John for something like that. Because, you know, if it was like a family tradition, no matter how kind of peculiar it may be, I feel like you know if it means that much to him
1: then it doesn't hurt anyone there's no reason to flip out and i'm sure that could have been avoided if if this was discussed in advance
0: yeah and oh i can't imagine like the mother you know being like my daughter my daughter my daughter
1: yeah you know that that's kind of kind of a dick thing to say because it's you can't produce a daughter on your own you need something else
0: yeah Oh, that's that the other one's just kind of sad.
1: I I hope they had a happy ending. I just thought that one was weird.
0: Yeah, that is that is kind of strange. Like, I mean I've, I've never have
1: you, have you heard of this tradition? Is this a thing they do in, in your family?
0: Uh, certainly not in my family. Now my family does have a tradition of stuffed animals and children, but it is not
1: uh, Yeah, like I've never that. heard of this either, so I'm not sure where this even came from. But I just see how this could be unhygienic. Like, if at any point lice got on the hair, that could be a problem. But if it's just the stuffing, it's not going to come outside of the bear. So I'm not seeing how it's unhygienic.
0: Yeah, and especially if, you know, if it's from, like, haircuts and...
1: Yeah, there won't even I mean, be I'm... lice if that's the case.
0: Yeah, because the person who's cutting the kid's hair would definitely say, like, hey, you know, throw this hair away.
1: Yeah. You wouldn't keep lice hair. I would hope you wouldn't keep lice hair.
0: I don't think you would. And then, and then again, if you even if you did by the time it was ready to be put in a stuffed animal, wouldn't it be dead? Mm. I mean, that would still be really gross, don't get me wrong, but I don't know. I feel like it's just going to be hair stuffing?
1: I don't know. I think the solution to this problem is simple. You Get her to because she was probably just in shock, you know. And if, if anyone walks up to me and says, This is a bear field with my hair from decades of collecting my hair, I'd be a little taken aback by that. Be like, yeah. well, first of all, I'm flattered, but this is disgusting. So you let it cool off and then you know, try it again.
0: You know what it reminds me of? What did you ever watch Wizards of Waverly Place when you were younger? I did, yes. There was an episode where uh, that girl Harper made a sweater with her hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. That's what it reminds me of. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I definitely wouldn't want to wear something with someone's hair woven into it, but. I I mean, I, I wouldn't even I would
1: think like a bear like that would be something more of like you put it on a shelf or you put it in a display thing hopefully that wouldn't be a bear that you go to sleep with at night and hold and touch because i i don't know if, if i got a bear like that from one of my relatives i would just put it somewhere and never look at it or touch it <laughs> and be like oh i appreciate this and I'm so there. i guess yeah yeah
0: a good compromise would be to like keep the bear for the child like so the child can appreciate it when it's older but maybe give the baby a
1: a different bear
0: a different bear and I
1: understand how if you're a new mother you're going to be very concerned about your child and diseases and germs so I think you should wait until the, the kid is old enough to understand and then they can make the decision if they want to you know, take the bear and hold it and sleep with it or if they want to leave the bear put up somewhere Let the, let the kid make that choice yeah well those are all my asshole stories. That was fun. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, hair bear. Okay. <laughs> the
1: hair bear. It's like the it's like the, the discount care bear.
0: Hair bear. Oh, that just I don't know what to think about that one. That one's I gotta, you gotta I gotta chew on that, that one for a while.
1: Chew on it like you would a piece of hair.
0: Oh, that is disgusting. <laughs> I hate me having hair in my mouth. Yeah, I would not sleep with a hair bear.
1: Yeah, see, so now you're on the side. Now you've come to the conclusion hair bear is evil. We must just we must throw it away. We must burn it in the fires of Mordor. Eh,
0: maybe maybe not like that. Intense of a hatred just like a
1: just a repulsion. Yeah. Yeah, I like I,
0: I I get it sentimental. I do not want it in my bed.
1: Well, do you have anything you'd like to say before we get to the conclusion?
0: Uh, no, I think I think I'm good. That that was my goodness, people are awful.
1: Yeah, people suck. I tried to find some fun ones. Like I did on my last one where the guy, <laughs> like I drank milk at a wedding. Am I a bad person?
0: <laughs> I was gonna bring up the wedding milk thing. I would have I if because I worked at a wedding venue as a server. Oh yeah. And if I saw someone just going ham on a jug of milk, I think, you know, I think that's the kind of thing I would tell everyone for the rest of the week about, but never in a bad light like that person was trying to steal the bride's spotlight.
1: I'd be like, wow, this guy over here is drinking milk.
0: Yeah, like it's just that's kind of a weird thing, but it's not a bad thing.
1: Yeah, it's just a little different. You know, I would drink milk at a wedding if milk was an option, I guess. I don't know. Maybe.
0: Maybe. Maybe at some weddings it is. I don't know. I mean, I've worked some weddings where the people getting married were actual, like, children, like, teenagers, so.
1: Did you have milk at your wedding?
0: me no we had uh lemonade blueberry oh. lemonade
1: oh see you had me up until the blueberries because i love pink lemonade and regular lemonade but the blueberries nah.
0: you don't like blueberry lemonade
1: no it just it's just the flavors don't really work well together
0: oh my gosh no they do
1: <laughs> maybe maybe you make it differently i'll have to When, when, whenever i end up meeting you i'll have to try some
0: I mean, I just buy it from the store, but I will (laughs) get you some.
1: Maybe they don't sell it up here. What kind is it? It's like the...
0: Is it
1: Simply? Simply? Uh, I I will look for this, and I will try it just for you.
0: It's like the bottle. It kind of got like a skinny neck, but it flares out, and then it's got like a rectangular bottom.
1: Okay. Okay. I will look for this, and I will try it. And the next episode episode we can do, it can be about differences between... uh, cultures of where we live i don't know actually now that i think about it we're pretty similar
0: i don't know because you have those bojangles and i'd never heard of them before
1: oh yeah i remember we were talking about that once and you had no idea what i was saying
0: like what the heck's a bojangles and why are you eating there
1: do you have liver mush
0: what (laughs)
1: what you don't have liver mush
0: is that a place
1: no it's a food
0: is it actual
1: liver yeah it's mushed up liver do you eat it Yes! You eat it? I personally don't I'm not too fond of it, but I have eaten it
0: I would never eat mashed up liver
1: oh, I'm making a sacrifice by trying this blueberry lemonade so I, think I know,
0: those are not equal things Mike
1: <laughs> So your mission for the next episode is to find liver mush and try some.
0: I'm telling you right now, it is not gonna happen
1: I will find some liver mush and mail it to you
0: I will mail it right back.
1: It's just a never ending cycle of mailing the liver mush back and forth.
0: And eventually it's gonna like end up some in some post office and they're gonna think, What the heck oh, is it, that smell?
1: Honestly, it'll be it'll smell pretty bad before it even gets to you the first time. Oh
0: I can't is does, do a lot of people eat that there?
1: Oh yeah, it's a really popular breakfast thing here.
0: We like um we like French toast over here.
1: Uh, I'm not a fan of French toast.
0: And mimosas.
1: (laughs) Mimosas.
0: I live in kind of a bougie area, I'm not going to lie.
1: Really? I didn't know that. I thought you lived like, I don't know, in the middle of uh, that one town.
0: (laughs) Uh, I do live in the middle of a town. But um, actually, I live on the edge of a town. And it's edged up to a very, very fancy-schmancy, everyone-super-rich place.
1: That is exciting. I live in the middle of nowhere. And there's not really much around here.
0: There's a lot around here.
1: That's exciting.
0: So, if you, so come, yeah. if you come down, I'll take you to one of our fancy schmancy brunch breakfast places. And you can experience something other than liver mush.
1: If you come down here.
0: I I'm not eating you.
1: liver mush. Now hear me out. I can take you to one of the really nasty restaurants that crowd this area. One of the really disgusting breakfast restaurants where the food is actually some of the best food you'll ever have, but the whole environment's disgusting.
0: Okay, I could probably live with that.
1: Yeah, and you can have some amazing liver mush.
0: I will not eat it.
1: I will give it to you and not tell you what it is.
0: I will know. I'll I, cause Now anytime if we see each other, I'm going to just be expecting it and I will not take anything you give me.
1: Okay, I shouldn't have told you my plan then
0: yep and, nope not eating liver
1: that's all right we'll get there one day well thanks so much for being on here
0: thank you for having me on here
1: all right goodbye audience thank you for goodbye. listening